6. Good afternoon to you. It's the Joel Natale program here on Talk Erie, our final hour of the week. And it's a breaking news Friday here. But uh, before we go any further, we like to welcome to the microphone via Zoom, Mr. Phil Kerner is the tool and die guy. And he is our... Um, he is our regular feature today, and uh, Phil, welcome. Good to hear from you. Good to be back. Week number three. Uh, so uh, the nerves are still there, though. The excitement of the, the illusion of the first. I'm quarter. glad. I'm glad that you're feeling still kind of excited. That's kind of cool. You know, somebody asked Joe DiMaggio once why he played so hard, even as he got older in his career. Do you know what he said? Some kid somewhere might be watching me for the first time today. It oh wow. Be- Yes. Joe, there you go. Joey D, the Mr. Coffee, right? <laughs> Me and Joe DiMaggio. <laughs> Same thing, only different. <laughs> I, I, you know, he, he, he was one to watch. Uh, I, I, I am such a geek when it comes to baseball. So, like, uh, the Ken Burns baseball series, I have to watch the episode of the 50s at least twice a year. He talks about the capital of baseball when New York had four teams and it was just, you know, and they all won. The Yankees won and, you know, then the Dodgers won and the Giants won and, you know, uh, yeah, the capital of baseball. Well, since you love baseball so much, I've picked up on this throughout your first (laughs) 1.85 years in business here. Yeah. Um, You know, just a month or two ago, Bob Gibson passed away. Yes, we saw that, yeah. And uh, I knew he was tough because uh, back then, as a kid, I was a Red Sox fan. And uh, in the 1967 series, Bob Gibson beat the Red Sox three games. He pitched three complete games. Can you imagine that? Incredible. And, 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 right, and they and they won that World Series. Well, some things I didn't realize, uh, uh, Bob Gibson batted for himself, Uh he, he very seldom was pulled, unless, uh, as a, especially as a pitcher. And occasionally, if it was a, you know after twelve innings and they needed a, uh, they they might bring in a pinch hitter. But one of the things, I, two things I read in the story about Bob Gibson, he was such an athlete. He delayed coming into the major leagues so he could finish out his final year with the Harlem Globetrotters. Did you know that? I did not know that. No. Yeah. Okay. And, I, and the best story I read is he hated bunting. He, he thought bunting was like cheating, right? Mm-hmm. So apparently they were playing some team one day, and this little speedster guy came up in the first inning, and, and he bunted and outran it and got a, got a base hit. Next time up, he did the same thing. Third time up, Gibson hit him so hard in the head, he almost knocked him out. <laughs> and he walked towards the mound and said, bunt that. <laughs> oh, my word. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, well. So. Yeah. So, so uh, just a quick, uh, you know, look at the breaking news. There, there is, um, there is a lot of restrictions right now because of COVID nineteen, in, in, including at the beach. They're saying that, uh, you know, uh, you can't go to Presque Isle uh, unless you've been tested if you're from out of state. And so again, it's 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 it's, it's the same order that the that the uh, Secretary of Health gave earlier in the week for anybody entering Pennsylvania. But again, having having a state park, you know, again, it's run by the state, DCNR. Um, they're they're saying that uh, 
that, you know, that the Secretary of Health has issued an order requiring anyone who visits from another state to have a negative test within 72 hours prior to entering the Commonwealth. Someone cannot get a chest or chooses not to. They have to quarantine for 14 days. And, and again, if you're Pennsylvania, you go out and come back in, you have to either quarantine or get a test within 72 hours before your return. And so, um, and so, yeah, so basically everything is almost everything is canceled when it comes to state parks that are just everything else. So, All Phil, right, so what, what, what do you does that mean to you guys? You know, what do you think, Joel? Let's, I have my opinion. Let's hear well, you. Uh, I, we've, we've totally disrupted all of our family plans. We totally mm -hmm. shut everything down. What about for the Presque Isle thing? What do you think of that whole deal? Well, I, I think it, it's just basically it, it's on Pennsylvania territory. So it's, you know, you know I, I, I think they're going to really um, uh, encourage people not to be moving around even within the state. But uh, certainly nobody from out of state. Paul, I mean, go, ahead. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead, Paul. Do they give guidance like to Presque Isle? Hey, how, this is how you enforce this. This is what we want you to do. If you catch somebody, this is what the penalty is. Well, I mean, yeah, Erie uh, News Now is reporting like significant penalties if you don't. Um, but it, how do they enforce it? They don't have, I mean, they have their own park rangers and stuff, but yeah, that are would, they that supposed would be kind to patrol? Of yeah, I, I don't know. We're out of state states, I guess, right? Yeah. That would, that would be part of it, too. Um, right. Wrong time of the year to do this. I mean, I could see that, I guess, in the summer when everybody's, there's hundreds or thousands of people on the beach together. But right now... Uh, I don't know what the big deal is. 98% of the people that are down there now are either going to probably stay in their cars this mm -hmm. time of year, or if they get out, they're going to go ice fishing, okay, or, you know, coming up, or take a walk on the trails. And I don't care. I've been down there on those beautiful Sundays there are, and that, that bike or the multi-purpose trail, or whatever you want to call it, there's it's not that crowded. I mean, it's, it's just not. I've never felt, you know, like, Wow, this is kind of scary. There's like five thousand people on this path, like a, you know, like the rally you guys were at, right? Right, right, I mean, right. I, I get that, but this time of year, I mean, Prescott State Park. I mean, I don't care. I live here, right? But you know, uh, there's been so much taken away from the city, and if some people want to get together and come up here and ice fish in January, I mean, I don't know, maybe it'll be done by then. Hopefully, I, hopefully it will be. I, 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 I'm getting this sense that that they're saying if we. If we could like really hunker down for Thanksgiving, it may not be this oppressive for Christmas. I tell you one thing: um, Christmas is a bigger deal at my in my family than than Thanksgiving. You know, my kids are are able to forego a Thanksgiving with their folks. Christmas is going to be a whole other story. So I wonder though, what, like with the whole light up Presque Isle thing that they're going to do. Yeah, I'm I'm assuming that there is a fee to go through that. I don't think so, so. I think that's so it's going to be free. I think that's it's at the state park. So yeah. All right, because I was going to say, I mean, how do they do they? If you have an out of state, right, car, do you not? Are you not allowed to go? No, I I think I think that's going to be, that's supposed to be a gift to the community, gift to the city. Yeah. But if so, if you're out from New York, you can't come in and go to that now. Well, unless you have a test. Yeah, unless you have a test. You can prove. Yeah. It, this is this is uncharted territory, don't you think? Yeah. Well, um, you know, listening to you guys as much as I do, and you know I'm a fan, mm -hmm. I thought I'd uh, 
throw uh, some frivolity to the wind here today on this program. So I have two words concerning the whole whole pandemic. COVID shmovid, all right? (laughs) (laughs) Of course. All right. And the reason I say that is this past week, two of the uh, most famous COVID Karens in my circle of influence who have been very masky and very petulant about non-maskers. Now, I'm a, I'm a masker. Okay? I've been, I'm not punitive about other people. Uh, they were diagnosed with COVID this week. Your, your, your mask Nazis were di- diagnosed with COVID? Really? Absolutely. Now. Wow. Yes, sir. And, and that's, there's, a lot, there's something there. And I have a, a, a theory, too. If all you think about is COVID 24 hours a day, there's a good chance. I, I'm a mind guy. I think sometimes when you put so much th- that negativity in your head, I think you open yourself up to it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If you if you're if you have a fear of a, th- a thing, I mean, there's a lot of you could go spiritual with this, uh, motivational speaking with this. Yeah. But there's a lot of proof that what you tend to think about could come true. It makes it makes me wonder if they put way too much stock in the mask. Because we, when we heard Kathy Dahlkemper on Wednesday, Shane, what did she say? She said, mask and six foot. And, like, she was saying all of the above, right, Shane? Yeah. Masking, six foot distance. Wash your wear hands. Wear the mask all the time. Wash your hands. Uh, Stay away from groups. gatherings. Yeah, it... It's an all of all of the above, not an a la carte situation. I think the secret, I believe, is from I, watching everything. I've had three gatherings at my house since this whole thing started in March or whatever. Both of them were small dinners, but I had one rather large one about a month ago. And uh, uh, my whole thing is the six-foot thing. If everybody's just careful, I, I don't know... Um, you know, I, I get you're seeing relatives you haven't seen for a while, and oh, what the heck? Let's just hug. No, don't. You know, just don't it's do that. It's so hard. Yeah. Oh, it's you so know? hard, though. I get it, but you know, we have had zero incidents in, 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 around here, and you know, I'm, and I'm in a shop every day with 100 other guys, and mm. they're from all over the place, um, and it, it, we just haven't even had a case at work. And but we all work far enough apart from each other. I mean, I mean, uh, I think GE, except for a little scare right at the beginning, GE's been relatively clean. Right? Have you have you not heard any outbreaks in the manufacturing realm? Zero, really. Because so, I I've been hearing a little bit here and there. Okay, um, but like so- we've had we've had isolated cases, but not not a lot. I mean, I think we've had maybe six. Not spread at work more. is what you're saying, Paul. No, they were from out. People got them from their spouses, right. or yeah. you know. But no, nobody that I know of got it from somebody else at work. Interesting. Well, another secret besides the social distancing too is I always make sure. I almost got. I don't know if I told you. This, I almost got uh, COVID nineteen back in uh, June, and I it was. I realized I looked at my watch and I got out of that restaurant at nine fifty eight because I know at ten. <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> I know it tends. Oh my! Love it. It's, you know, it's like the grin. Re, the grin reaper opens oh. the door and bellies up to the bar and says, uh, "Yeah, I, I'm here." So yeah. Oh, um, like, oh that's things you have to do. That's, you know? Wow. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't show up. It doesn't show up in very exclusive 
Napa restaurants. I'm just saying it doesn't show up in wine country. And the other thing, you're okay. Just don't don't sit at the bar. But as long as you sit at a high top right next to the bar, right. you're still you're safe. You're still safe. Yeah. I wonder how many high tops were sold in Erie, Pennsylvania <laughs> this summer. Elliot's no. safe at, you know, presidential rallies, too. Yeah. <laughs> Supposedly, okay, so yeah. That's a good question. Or, or, or celebration of presidents elects, right? It, you're so, totally exactly. safe. <laughs> well, you guys were there, and you guys trace this better than I do. Did we ever confirm that was a super spreader or not? It doesn't According seem According like to Shar at the health department, no one admitted that they were at the rally that got sick. But they, they said there were a couple, though. Okay. They, they they found a couple, but it wasn't like it was a super spreader event. It was, it was you know you're so cold, and the masks were semi you know prevalent. Uh, all I know is that I was I was N95 in it that day. I was 100 percent right. N95. I, I wouldn't know because I wasn't there. Yeah, but I lived, I lived vicariously through all of you there. Well, yeah, and you you heard it on our show, so that was you know yeah, that was that's awesome. The whole thing. All right, we got to take our first break. It's five nineteen. It's Fridays with Phil. And, uh, just, yeah, I mean, COVID is disrupting everything. Schools are going to all remote. You've got, uh, you know, travel bans that kick in tonight. Uh, you know, unless you have a test, which good luck in getting one of those. We'll talk more about it here on Talk Erie. And our phone number, 814-679-1080. Not near your radio? Listen live on your phone or smart speaker with the TuneIn app and look for TalkEerie.com. Joel Natale program where we're focused on eerie people and eerie issues. It's Fridays with Phil. Phil Kerner, the tool and die guy, is joining us on the Zoom. And you can join us too at 814-679-1080 is our call or text line. 814-679-1080. Shane, let's get everybody up to date on a quick uh, news update because we have a record-setting number of COVID cases here in Erie County. We do. 197 new positive cases of COVID-19, taking our cumulative total to 4,096. Now we have 2,642 recovered cases, which is good news, but 1,387 currently active cases going on right now here in Erie and 67 deaths. Wow. Okay. So, and again, it's impacting this le- this level of COVID nineteen is impacting all over the place, including uh, the re- uh, announcement this afternoon from Brian Polito, the superintendent of schools of Erie's public schools, that based on the rising number of positive COVID nineteen cases throughout Erie County, all students will continue to participate in one hundred percent remote instruction through December. All in-person extracurricular activities, including winter sports, are postponed until further notice. So that means no tip-off classic, no basketball, no swimming. Uh, what else is in the, in, in the winter? Um, yeah. Wrestling. Wrestling, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah did, you, did you wrestle, Phil? Wrestling. Uh, arm wrestle. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't know how wrestling works at all, right, Shane? I really don't. I don't know how you can do that. That's 
contact the entire time, obviously. You know, it's not like (laughs) being outside playing football and, you know, these boys are running into each other here and there. No, the, the point of wrestling is to run into each other. The whole point is to not be socially distant while you're wrestling someone. You know, yes. you'd be surprised up until just a few years ago, uh, I arm wrestle all my adult children. And uh, um, I could, I would kill them all. I, I've just got really strong arms. I don't know if it's from bowling 10 million games when I was a teenager. So you're one, of those, you're one of those granddads. I, I, come I, here, I, come on, wrestle I, you. I, I, I've got these big hands and whatever, and I, I used to drive my kids nuts because they come on, they, they tease me, you know, come on, old man, all right. So uh, I used to sit there and they'd say start, and I would hold them level. I'd say they said start. What are you going to you know go ahead? You know, and they're pushing as hard as they can. Well, finally, I get the kid that goes to Penn State on a football scholarship, and we're all outside one day. It's time to arm wrestle. Well, we we got in a deadlock for about thirty seconds before he almost flipped me out of my chair. And I wow. remember my brother, who was alive at the time, walked by because he could see the veins pop me out of my head. And he said, you might want to stop that anytime." <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's time to stop. Oh, my time, goodness. Time to stop the arm wrestling contest. You know, I do have to say, though, um, regarding uh, the uh, elephant in the room, I don't know if you guys how much time you've spent on this. Uh, I, first, before uh, we get into the uh, Paul's favorite uh, president in mind, Donald Trump. Um, before we talk about the election, if that's okay, sure. I have got some breaking breaking family news. Okay. And, you know, teenagers, right? You never know, teenagers. Well, apparently, I've been told I have a good authority. We might have a, a problem with one of the boys in the extended family, a teenage boy, who seems to be asking a lot of questions. And the big fear is, and I'm not making this up, it appears he might be a conservative. <laughs> <laughs> and you're concerned about that? I'm not. <laughs> right. There are people in the family who are. Oh, my gosh. So anyways, I asked my wife, I said, you want me to call him? She said, don't you dare. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so, um, gee, you know, uh, I, I don't know what you guys, I know the, the COVID has been on the, on the news here, I mean, obviously. Um you know, I'm watching the headlines and reading a lot of the stories. And, you know, again, I'm careful not to overwhelm myself with anything. Politics, COVID, whatever. Right. You know, I mean, I think that's a secret to, if your mind's clear, you can be a happy person. And I believe if you're a happy person and your mind is clear, you might not get sick. And I just think those things kind of go hand in hand. I mean, obviously, you got to be careful. you got to watch out for the elderly. I get that. But, um, you know, I've been watching this carefully. And there's this drumbeat now that this man won't concede. And I, I think it's such gaslighting here that everybody's, yeah, won't he, won't he concede? And I don't know what the panic is. They don't even certify these votes until December 14th, so he's got two or three weeks to prove his case. But the, so state, they, the state does have to certify on Tuesday. The, okay. Yeah, we have a deadline of Tuesday, right? Okay. Yeah. But the electors, the electors meet. That was me. The electors meet, yeah, absolutely, in December. Absolutely. So, I don't know whether you hate the guy or like the guy, love mm. the guy, um, I say just let the next three weeks play out. I'm saying right now it doesn't look good. But on the other hand, uh, they were yelling that this uh, his lawyers won't show the evidence. But I'm not a lawyer. But I know if before I go to court, I wouldn't hold a news conference and give away all my evidence. Does that make sense? It, so, it, it makes sense. I, I But uh, they keep on saying that they have all this evidence, right? 
Right. And, and yeah, I think one of the lawyers says we we're going to release the Kraken. What? And I have no idea what that means. Right. That was a couple of days ago. Right? Yeah. I, and I don't know what that refers to. Is that a movie reference or what? Yeah. That is? It's, a, it's a, some sort of you know power. Okay. Release. Okay. So so I have said since day one, let this thing play out in the courts, and I stay say it today. Let this thing play out in the courts, and what has been happening is in the courts they keep on dropping cases uh even even rudy giuliani uh said this there this is not a fraud case that they're bringing uh in pennsylvania it was some kind of a um you, you know an impropriety or you know or a supposed impropriety of uh because they were curing some votes you know they were calling people and saying hey uh, your your mail-in is incomplete or doesn't, you know, you didn't sign something or you didn't do, you know, put the uh, put the right envelope in, the security envelope, and, and you can come fix it because there's still time, right? And that was that was handled, um, that was handled uh, differently according to the county that you were in. But I'm not sure that that even amounted to too many votes. The, well, the, the big, just one more thing, the big indictment seems to be the big um you know th that we've been hearing about and and you know russia's talked about this or what have you is that they they feel like there was literally uh, a computer program that was changing votes yeah. and there right now there is no case in any court that is allegating that am i accurate on that here's what i heard today and again there's so much news, and I, you know, like you guys, I have a full-time job, so I can't, you know, do this all day. But uh, I'm hearing there's supposed to be some hearing somewhere today where whoever's in charge of the voting machine, uh, they didn't show up. They canceled. Now, I'm not, I didn't confirm The, the that, state okay. house in Pennsylvania um, subpoenaed a, a representative of Dominion, and they okay. did not show. So it was a state house. It wasn't, it wasn't uh, the feds doing this. This was the state. Well... You know that being said, on a side note, I did read that the, somebody said they bought a car that made that's made by Dominion, and you take it to the grocery store one time, and it has four hundred eighty-nine thousand miles on it. Right? <laughs> anyway, he's uh, having fun with this. Got to have fun with it, okay? Reasonable people here, you know. Um, I, I, I again, Phil, it's like bring the kraken. Let's see the court cases. Let's let's right. have the public testimony. And, 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 yeah, and you're running out of time. It's running out of time. But, but there's no doubt in my mind. There is no doubt. And if I'm wrong, I will admit I'm wrong. If he loses, I don't care if everybody say, oh, he's going to do this next. He's going to do this next. He's going to leave. He's not going to be here himself, you know. Number two, though, um, back to these uh, the, the voting machines and everything. My whole point was if I was a Biden supporter, and I'm watching Joe Biden bring in thousands and thousands of people to all these rallies, and, and Trump's not. And then I go to bed that night, and Biden's ahead in all the states he needs to be ahead in. I look at my, my smartphone at 2 a.m., and I see, great, Biden's still ahead in all these states, but it looks like they've stopped counting at 60% of the vote. And then at 8 in the morning, I look and see, well, wait a minute. Trump's ahead in all these states now? Everything's flipped by like 200,000 votes in four states. Not, I just thought that was weird that night. I, said, I even thought to myself, how did that happen? How did that they, happen? Yeah, I kind of quit. If I was a Biden person and that had happened, if I, I would be, uh, I would totally understand the frustration. Uh, so I mean, I know there's some people that the Trump broke their brains, 
But he's going to leave. And you know, this whole thing, he's a danger to democracy. They've yeah. been saying that for four years. We're all fine. Okay. So I'm yeah. just frustrated that uh, the people who want Biden in there, he's going to leave if he lost. There's no doubt in my mind. But he's got two or three weeks to prove his case. But this this constant drumbeat of he's rooting the democracy and he's you're, they have to bring the military in to remove him. Uh, that, yeah. Not good. That, that's that, that, that's a that's actually a fantasy. That's 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 actually that's actually this is this is how they've conjured up in their brain a, a, a fantasy of of how this is going to come down. They want they they're fantasizing that he would be dragged kicking and screaming and and escorted into a, the paddy wagon at the you know on on uh, at eleven fifty nine on January twenty. He's not going to do that. He's not going to do that. He's not going to you know. Okay, but so we're going to take. A play out of that book, you know. I mean, I I would have no problem saying this in jest. Obviously, the reason the COVID cases have gone up and spiked in the last two weeks is, of course, the election of Joe Biden, China Joe, right? China, 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 China. China, China. Everybody knows he's an agent of China. Isn't that how we do it? Oh my word! Because I've been fed this for four years, so I I understand how the cycle works. Mm. It doesn't matter if you have any proof; you just start saying it. And, and, he, and he, obviously, he's an agent of China, and that's he just released this again on everybody. There you go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now, hey. you know, you know what I I have uh, I, I I still think you know play play it out in the courts again. Uh, that was a very you know uh, that uh, press conference was very emotional, right? Uh, the stuff that I heard was you know there's a lot of emotion. The one like, with Rudy, Rudy. Well, I, I, not even Rudy. The the lady that Sydney, whatever. Here's the deal. Rudy is starting to look like a caricature of yeah. know, the, the uncle that shows up and won't leave the party. Okay, mm-hmm. I get that. Now, no doubt in my mind, at one point, Rudy Giuliani was a brilliant, you know, lawyer politician. Right. Uh, odd, you know, Trump tends to pick the, the, the despite the fact he always says he's going to hire the best people. He picks a lot of interesting people, right? Lewandowski. I mean, he picks it, Katrina mm-hmm. Pearson. Mm-hmm. He picks it. I mean, how do you keep Kelly on and Conway on your staff when her husband's bludgeoning you every five minutes on Twitter for right. four years? Just weird stuff, right? And I don't know if he thrives on that controversy. But from everything I've heard, the Sidney Powell is supposed to be a really good attorney. Right. So I'm just curious because I saw the National Review today. Remember, they wrote that big thing. They had twenty-eight conservatives that were that said no to Trump when he was running. Yeah, that, that, was, that back in January of twenty sixteen, right? I think it was while he was running. I think it was yeah, while he was running. Yeah, in January yeah. of sixteen. Yes. And uh, um, so they did that. Now today they came out with a, a, a thing called Trump's the de- uh, what did they call it? Trump's debilitating or de- no, disgusting. It was even worse than that. Yeah, gambit. So basically, he's going to ruin the country with this challenge, and he's not going to ruin the country. It's challenging it for three weeks. You think? I don't know. What do you the, think? The, the, the country is is strong, um, but uh, it is it is you know it's nerve wracking. It's just like get 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 the get it get it all played out in the courts so that we can move forward either way. And uh, and and you know, I just honestly, I think. Again, another great article by uh, I, I've been really touting the newspaper today, Matthew Rake. So that's my third article I'm mentioning. I mentioned David Bruce, great article about the hospitals today. I mentioned uh, um, uh, Kevin Flowers with the mayor about the the budget. Matthew Rink, 
you know, kind of picked apart, uh, you know, how why Erie County went for Biden this time. And I think the the big takeaway is there was tons of turnout for both. But the, the crucial part, and I got lambasted for saying this before, but the crucial part was you had Republicans who uh, embraced Republican policy, but they just could not handle the concept of another four years of Donald Trump. And so they went Biden, Kelly, Laughlin. That's how they voted. Okay, so do you know personally any Republican that did that? I don't. Yes, absolutely. Do you really? Absolutely. All right, Joel, I want their names right now. <laughs> I can't give them to you right now because, you know, I don't want them to get doxxed. What else did Rudy say? They get doxxed, they get harassed. No, no. You I got to I gotta, I finish up. You know, the week is over. The week is over. <laughs> no, it's true, though. It is totally true. There, there, there was an element, I think, especially in the higher educated suburbans, suburbanites that love the policy, but just could not bring themselves to vote for the man again. All righty, you had to talk about the elephant in the room, huh, Phil? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> By the way, I don't know how this guy knew immediately it was the fairest election in history. He must be a very busy guy to go out in the streets. I don't blame Trump for firing He's got enough. <laughs> I would have fired his butt too. So okay. <laughs> All right. So let's let's talk about Monday because uh, next week's gonna be a short week. We've got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then on Thursday we'll play a special Our American Stories uh, Thanksgiving edition on our Thursday as time slot, and then Friday. Uh, we'll do a best of as well as the following Monday, and so uh, three days to book right before Thanksgiving, Black Friday. In um, what are we talking about? You know, Thanksgiving, Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, and Cyber Monday. Right? That's all coming up in the next ten days or so. Yeah, yeah, it's a big week. So uh, on Monday, we're going to focus on small business and how they're preparing for a pretty unprecedented holiday shopping season. So we will talk to Linda Brakeiron of Brakeiron Jewelers and also Sarah Kim, who owns Lolly's Casual Couture. Yeah, and she just opened a second location, I think. In northeast, yes, right? Out northeast. Yep. So she's out there, and and Lin, you know, Linda's uh, Linda's uh, making it happen. She made it happen through COVID. You know, even during the lockdown, again, jewelry stores were what uh, uh, they were considered non-essential, and so they they figured right. it out. So, alrighty. Um, uh, last word, Phil Kerner, bring us out in style. I will. You know, um, despite all the angst with COVID, with all the angst with the election. You know, the first thing I do with my wife every morning is to thank God that I'm alive. Mm-hmm. And that's the most important thing right now. If you're healthy and you're alive, we'll get through this. So our prayer every day is just for peace because peace covers everything. And this is this is the time of year to take a deep breath. Stop hating everybody that doesn't agree with you politically. Don't be mad if somebody took their mask off in their car. Take a deep breath. You're alive. We're going to get through this. And uh, just that everybody listening would have a peaceful and joyous Thanksgiving by themselves. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. All right. We'll leave it there. Phil Carter, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Take care of yourself. Happy yes, Thanksgiving. Sir. Thank you to Paul and Shaney. Thank you to the mayor. 
And uh, thank you, dear listener, for all that you do to encourage us here at Talk Erie. Hope that you have an amazing weekend. We'll see you on Monday.